Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with Gus Antorcha, who is the president of Holland America Line. We are here on uh, New Amsterdam, and we are talking about, well, the future of Holland America Line and what makes it different. So stay tuned and learn here on Insider Travel Report. So that is really the question. I mean, we're about to go into sea trade, as you said, and everything becomes the same. But what makes Holland America Line different? Let's start off with sure. um, you, you have a new purpose. Yeah. So um, part of what we did during the pause is rethink many elements of, of our business and, and in that we rethought our purpose and really just sharpened what makes us different. Um, and I've been sharing some of that with, with all of you uh, today. Um, and it gets down to the itineraries, our deployment, um, our service, um, and our ships, which really enable, enable the other two. And we think those three elements really distinguish us from everybody else in our space. So um, when we talk about service, we talk about a legacy of service of 150 years of service, starting with the immigrants. So uh, service was one of them, and then the ships and the deployment. Let's start with service and then and talk about the other two as well. Sure. As, as you mentioned, we're well-known we have a long history of providing exceptional service back, and you're right, back to where uh, we were carrying immigrants from, from Europe to the United States. We were very well known um, for running, having a well-run ship, as, as they used well, to the, say. The, the, the safest, the healthiest, and then you just learn from there. Exactly right. And, and, and we've, been, we've been at it a long time, and it's really part of our service culture. It's our team members really focus on welcoming the guests on board as if they were walking them to their own homes. And, and you see that the service is very personal. Um, they take enormous care uh, to make sure our guests feel at home when they, take, uh, when they take a cruise with us. Another differentiator is the ship size, which I like to say, I think I've said this with you before, it's like uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It's not too small, it's not too large, it's just right. Right, that's right, that's right. So um, we have ships that are big enough to offer variety and, and guests very much want some variety, dining variety, entertainment variety. And so we have that with our music walk program, with the many specialty dining restaurants we have. But at the same time, it's not so big where it really starts to feel crowded and you really feel those pinch points, whether it's in Lido or getting on and off the ship. Um, it's, it's just a, a little nicer not to have that many people on, on board the ships and so it is a bit of a Goldilocks scenario for us and I, I think we have perfectly sized ships. And then we we're talking about um, the deployment and, and we're going to talk a little more deeply about that because you, you've rethought that. Sure so we've spent a lot of time talking to guests, talking to the trade to understand what, uh, what, what really our guests want and in listening to them they, they really want more unique more itineraries where you can linger, where you could spend overnights, where you could really immerse yourself in the culture of uh, the places we visit throughout the world. And so we've, we're doing more of those. Um, we're shifting slightly longer. We've always been known for our longer itineraries. We're shifting slightly longer and uh, really providing the guests with just wonderful options um, to visit many different parts of the world. One of the things that when you when you get past seven days, you start to go a little deeper into the destination, and so you're able to do that. Um, absolutely, and e even in a place where it's not known for particular long voyages, take the Caribbean. Um, the seven day is the standard product, and we have some of that. It's important for new to brand, um, but we're doing more of nine, ten, twelve day voyages. We're we're 
we have roughly 40% more capacity in our 12 plus day uh, offering. And that just allows us to go deeper into the Caribbean, allows us to visit ports with greater frequency that other lines don't get to, whether that's the ABC Islands, that's Cartagena, that's Panama Canal. Um, it allows us, it affords us the time to visit some of those more unique places. And, and also jumping to Alaska, you can do seven days or you can go further. I think you've, you've got uh, long, longer cruises there as well. Right, it's part of our legendary product offering that we announced uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's voyages that aren't quite the 60 plus day grand voyage. We found a need and a, a market for, um, call it 25 to 59 day voyages, take a region of the world and, and really explore it. Unique ports, unique cultures. And as you mentioned, in Alaska, we've added one. It's a 28-day Arctic sailing, round-trip Seattle. Um, and it's just been wonderfully embraced by both trade and guests. And uh, we're, we'll be doing more of those. Japan, Southeast Asia, uh, in Europe. So you'll see more and more of those, uh, which I think is what I was mentioning, just how we're gonna differentiate ourselves from, from the other lines. And so the other thing you were announcing was that you've taken a hard look at sustainability on the seafood front. Let's talk about that for a moment. Sure. So, so generally, Carnival Corporation has put enormous emphasis on, on sustainability. Um, there's investments in how we handle our waste streams, whether that's air, food, water. Uh, but something unique to us, um, and, it, and it comes from just, you know, we, we cruise... We've been cruising Alaska for a long time, as I've mentioned, 75 years. Longer, and I've said this again, than Alaska's been a state. And, and so we care deeply about the relationships and the partners that we have in that, in that amazing destination, the great land, as, as, as we call it. And so part of that is, what are we doing to make sure that what we serve our guests is authentic, but also sustainable? sustainable? And so we, we announced a partnership with ASME, um, and in Alaska, uh, all of our fish is fresh, but also traceable and sustainable. And, uh, and thereby, we're also supporting the local economy and the local fishermen, which, which obviously are extremely, is extremely important to us. It's a win-win, and it's something that you're, you're developing to, to do everywhere. Yeah, ideally, um, I'd like to do that everywhere. Now it's hard because traceability is really, really hard. And so luckily in Alaska, we have the right partners that are able to support us in that. But you'll see us do more about fresh fish, more about seafood um, in the places where we can set up traceability. Um, and you know, we, will, we, will, we will do that. But it, it, it's hard and it takes a while. And all of this is due to your deep understanding and conversations with your guests. So uh, let's move then to entertainment. You've changed entertainment because of that. Sure, some, I'd say some tweaks more, more than, than change. So we're well known and we launched Music Walk a number of years ago, the B.B. King partnership, the Rolling Stone partnership, Lincoln Center and Billboard. Um, and so what we heard from guests was there was an area of the ship they wanted activated, they wanted more energy. And so we will be developing a concept for the Ocean Bar, which is really at the center of the ship. It's a great pre-dinner spot. Um, we're gonna be adding live music to that area. We're very well known as you know for live music. Um, and so then we'll be tweaking the Lincoln Center um, stage partnership. It'll focus more on the long itineraries. Um, that's content that'll be unique to the long itineraries. But it, then it allows us then to invest behind the Ocean Bar, which again is something very much our guests have been asking for. 
And we are celebrating or the 150th anniversary. I know that you had a, a, a transatlantic crossing commemorating that first one. You have one coming back. Is it still open for booking? We do. I'm not sure. It might be sold out, but there's always some cancellations at the end. So if you're interested in going, absolutely book. Um, we are going backwards. So we recreated the original voyage in October with Rotterdam sailing from Rotterdam to New York. It was quite special. And we announced partnership with the Ellis Island Foundation. It was, it was just wonderful. Um, and now we're going back and we will celebrate uh, the actual founding, the incorporation of the, com uh, of the company in April uh, back in Rotterdam. So uh, we're headed back now uh, with the Rotterdam to celebrate that. And I will be there and uh, it'll just be wonderful. The Port of Rotterdam has just been an amazing partner and and the royal family has been incredibly supportive, and, and so I'm excited to get back there and celebrate. Well, so uh, travel advisors, if they want to get more involved and want to contact you, use the website? Yeah, absolutely. That's the easiest way. Or um, talk to your BDMs. Uh, I know they're, they're happy to, to help. Uh, but obviously all the information is on the website. There's one extra thing that I, I heard today I wanted to share. If your clients are looking to decide if uh, any of their ancestors came over on Holland America Line, talk about that please. Yes, yeah, so it's wonderful. So the city of Rotterdam, the archives, um, have really invested and we've supported in that investment um, to document and catalog the history of Holland America Line because it's, it's very much part of the history of the city. Um, and so they've archived all the old manifests. Um, and we, we have um, some information uh, that, that we share on our website. You can also then just reach out um, to our, our BDM and our sales team. On, it's, it's a little specific in how to search and the spelling of the names is challenging. Cause, um, but you can look up if, if you think your ancestors uh, came over on a Holland America Line ship. Um, you can look it up and it's, it'll be documented. Actually 10% there's a, there's a good chance if, if your family or your client's family came, immigrated from the Netherlands over to the United States, there's a good chance uh, that they did so on a Holland America Line ship. 10% of the passengers that made their way through Ellis Island came on a Holland America Line ship. And, and, and so it's, and it's part of the investment and the support we made with the Ellis Island Foundation is to have an exhibit of Holland America Line and the role we played on... Uh, you know, on Ellis Island. I hope some of the travel advisors have clients that uh, it's have. Pretty cool. yeah. It's pretty cool. We should actually do, I mean, it's, it's private, so I haven't wanted to share this, but um, if you get creative, you can look up some celebrities, and there's a lot of celebrities whose ancestors came over uh, on, a, on a house ship, and I'll leave it at that because I don't, I think it's, you know, everyone's history is no, private. That's so great. It's All pretty right. cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Well, that was new to me. Anyway, that's another tool for you to use to sell Holland America. Gus, thank you for talking. Thank you. Take care. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.